about weddings. I'm Ophelia McKnight, Destination Wedding Specialist to Jamaica. I have been planning destination weddings on island for couples for over 23 years. I'd like to show you how you can become a Jamaica Destination Specialist if you're up to taking the journey with me. I created the Chatbot Wedding Podcast to give you the tips and tricks to banish your pain points so that you too can seamlessly and successfully plan and execute off-site, custom destination weddings in Jamaica for your clients. Over the years, I have had a lot of feedback from wedding planners all over the world who have been very excited to plan weddings in Jamaica, but have felt constrained by a few elements that has hampered them in the process. My goal with this podcast is to lift the veil, so to speak, and provide the resources to help you successfully plan and execute destination weddings in Jamaica. In essence, this will be the university education on Jamaica that you didn't realize you needed, and it will help you to efficiently find the perfect venues for your events, connect with local professionals who can support you at the level of your brand, negotiate like a boss with the locals, and confidently navigate your client's budget, knowing exactly how much to allocate to what. So if this is the kind of content that you need to become a destination wedding specialist to Jamaica, I'm your girl. Hi everyone. On this week's episode of Chatbot Weddings, we're talking about destination weddings during the pandemic. I'm sure that none of us envisioned that we would still be in the throes of a pandemic riding out a third wave, but here we are. For an industry so steeped in love culture, where closeness, hugging, kissing, dancing with each other on event day is a major part of how we celebrate each other, I'm sure that everyone is finding it difficult to adjust to a contactless, more sterile production. Limiting interaction with our clients and vendors for hygiene reasons and having multiple sanitization stations are now par for the course. Finding ways to maintain the feeling of intimacy and luxury for our clients outside of the literal personal touch has become a challenge for us to find innovative ways to navigate. For many planners, white-gloved service and additional staff for more one-on-one interactions have long signaled a certain level of luxury. Being physically present with our bride for most of the day has helped us not to just calm her nerves, but to provide the concierge service that our brands are known for. That has now been replaced with several short in-person check-ins or video calls and an elaborate sanitization station in her getting ready space that, though beautifully packaged and presented, does not quite make up for the loss of intimacy on her wedding day. As we all move through different iterations of adjustment in terms of how wedding day details are handled, we remain grateful that couples are still willing to have an event, whether micro, mini or otherwise, and still trust us to make it amazing. In order to do this well, we have to have COVID protocols at the top of mind and knowing the requirements in each jurisdiction is necessary for a flawless execution. Let us move to discussing what that looks like in Jamaica. So the first thing to note is that our COVID protocols have been set and in place since March 2020, but we get monthly updates from the Prime Minister and the Minister of Health via a monthly press conference and subsequent press releases. 
This sometimes happens sooner if anything dramatic happens that requires a follow-up with additional protocols or there are any significant changes. Mostly it's related to curfews. Before we dive into wedding day, let us first look at traveling to Jamaica. All travelers to the island who are 12 years of age or older will be required to present a COVID-19 PCR or antigen test that has been authorized by the FDA and meets the standard of the World Health Organization. This has to be presented to the airline representative at check-in. The date of the test sample collection must be less than three days from the date of travel, so approximately 72 hours. A negative test result must be presented in order to complete check-in for a flight. You will also need to fill out a travel authorization request form online at https travelauth.visitjamaica.com. I will drop that link for you in the podcast notes. The steps involved in the travel authorization process are as follows. Go to the website and enter your email address. A one-time password will be emailed to you to authenticate your account. Once authenticated, you will fill in the personal, health, and intended stay in Jamaica information. You will provide consent and declaration and agree to comply with the terms and conditions of the applicable quarantine order. You will then be asked to complete the customs and immigration form electronically and submit the form. Your application will be reviewed and a COVID-19 health risk assessment conducted. If successful, you will receive an email with your travel authorization. If your health risk assessment level is above the threshold, you will receive an email recommending that you do not travel to Jamaica at this time. If you are successful, save an electronic copy or print a copy of the travel authorization as you will need to show it to the airline agent at check-in or when you're boarding your flight. Please take your test result with you, and that should be from a CLIA registered or ISO certified lab, as you will also need to present that to the airline representative at check-in. At this time, I will also note that many countries have similar requirements, and therefore most guests heading home will need a PCR or antigen test in Jamaica before their flight. Many hotels are offering the testing on-site for their guests, and while some of them are doing this at no charge, there are requirements such as minimum number of nights that have to be met in order to qualify for that. I will also drop a list in the podcast notes of hotels offering the test, as well as labs and drive through facilities where you can get the test done. So finally, you and your clients are on the rock, drink in hand, and bodies enriched with vitamin D. Let's now discuss protocols that are directly related to the wedding celebrations. All weddings, regardless of size, must adhere to the following protocols. The number of invited guests stated in the current release must be adhered to. The complete number stated includes wedding guests and staffing for the event. One of the hacks to help you adhere to this while ensuring that everything is still being covered is to do your entire move-in, production, and installation of all the major elements on the day prior to the wedding so that you only have a skeletal team on the day of the event. Also, ensure that logistically, it's all hands down 
and all non-essential staffing leave the premises before the guests arrive. If possible, keep your core event team to only necessary staff, and if you have to spell your team, schedule them to arrive when they are needed and have the other staff leave immediately after the handoff happens. Multiple sanitization stations must be available based on the number of guests and must be visible and clearly marked. Though we are forced to add this stark reminder of the times, we can really get creative with this and integrate it as a part of our decor and design. Gorgeous packaging, incorporating wedding colors and logos to integrate the wedding branding, adding essential oils and infused wipes, etc., will go a really long way to making this requirement more palatable for everyone. The size of the venue has to be appropriate to comply with the social distancing requirements of six feet apart for all guests at all times. This has been an easier requirement to handle in some ways, as the maximum guests allowed at a wedding is now 25. Well, this is as of last update on April 13th, 2021. Most wedding venues are able to accommodate up to 100 guests, and therefore there's loads of space to handle the distance requirements. What is somewhat more difficult to handle is explaining to the client why their decor and design setup and cost still looks like it's for double the amount of guests. In order to adhere to the seating distance requirement, we have to create a design that utilizes bigger, longer, or even more tables so that there's ample elbow room in a reception space where masks will be off to facilitate dining. Many times there is a pushback from the clients when they look at their design quote because it still feels like a quote for twice the amount of guests. Thankfully, this is the only area that will reflect this as the catering, bar, uh, transportation and other elements will reflect the actual numbers. Another element that impacts the celebration in Jamaica is the curfew. The nightly curfew is at 8 p.m. And though tourism workers, which destination wedding and event professionals fall into, can apply for a letter of exemption when they need to work at an event, we have to be mindful of how they get home and also of how we get the wedding guests back to their property after the event. Though the staff may be able to be on the road later, local transportation will not be and therefore several staff members may be hampered by that. This is something that a planner has to take into consideration when creating the event plan for every wedding. For that reason, a very thorough and solid day of event plan is necessary so that you can ensure that you're covering every detail that can impact your clients and your vendors. At this point, it should also be noted that any contravention of the protocols surrounding weddings in Jamaica can attract a fine of 100,000 Jamaican dollars. Things such as number of guests allowed to attend a wedding, as well as daily curfews, are revisited each month and announced in a press release at the beginning of each new month. This is based on the number of cases and how we are doing with testing, vaccination, and other metrics used by the government to stop the spread of COVID-19 locally. Though it is hard to stay on top of all the details all the time, there are some helpful resources available, and I will list those in the podcast notes. But I do want to mention my friend and colleague, Natalie John, of Caribbean Wedding and Event Professionals. She has put together a comprehensive list of the things that you want to keep top of mind in her book, COVID-19 Protocols, Guide for Weddings and Events. 
At the beginning of this pandemic, things were changing so fast and everyone, including governments, were just reacting to issues as they arose. But most international planners did not have one dedicated place to find all the details and keep them on top of all the guidelines. So Natalie created a protocol guide where you can access all those details. A couple of helpful things to note in her book includes creating a plan with your local team to make them more aware of their responsibilities if they or anyone close to them have become exposed to the virus while you're planning and how that should be handled to protect everyone else. And also discussing what plans are in place to replace staff and make adjustments to the team. She also encourages you to work with your clients to shorten guest lists and be especially sensitive about having guests over 60 years old traveling to a destination wedding, especially based on their heightened susceptibility in general. Another great point that she makes is advising that there should be an agreement in place between yourself and your clients to cover who meets what costs that are not covered by the insurance for COVID-19 risks to the production of the event. This is a huge one as everyone is taking some kind of risk, but a complete understanding of who covers what in case something unforeseen happens will definitely make things better and will allow you, the planner, to flow forward seamlessly because you have a contingency in place. Though not exhaustive, I hope this will help you to wade through all the information that you need to keep in mind when planning your destination wedding in Jamaica over the next few months to a year. Fingers all tightly crossed that next year this time, we will be back to business as usual and hugging and kissing will be back on the table. As always, it was great spending this time with you in this space. Stick with me and I'll make a Jamaica destination specialist out of you yet. Just meet me here every week so we can chat about weddings.